0: Hello, my beautiful souls. I am so excited to share this podcast with you. I had the best conversation with Hannah about human design and health and how she uses human design in a completely different way. So whether you're completely new to human design or it's like the old school news, I think that you guys are going to really enjoy how Hannah shares about this. She also is a naturopath, a trained naturopath. So she really has a depth of knowledge in this background and her story of how she really healed her own chronic fatigue seems to be a theme lately um through her human design is so crazy you guys are gonna absolutely love this and i just wanted to remind you as well that my signature mindset program Magnetic. Is open at the moment the doors are closing on we are starting on June 1st so you're going to want to get your butt in there because I have just recently revamped this to make it so much better you get lifetime access it's over two months we have 12 modules and we get you to this place where maybe at the moment you feel like your mind is really defeating you maybe you feel like it's really holding you back from getting what you want maybe that negative self-talk is really consuming you and you're wanting to understand the tools and techniques that are actually going to get you to the next level and being able to materialize those desires into your life. The process that I teach and the way that I teach the tools that I give you guys is like nothing I have ever seen. This is truly going to be the signature mindset program that exists in the industry. I say with my hand on my heart. So you're going to want to get your butt in there. (laughs) Check out the link below and then enjoy this beautiful episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast, the Beautiful Souls podcast. So excited to have you guys here because I have an incredible guest, and I've been saying that I actually have been manifesting this guest for a long time. I can't believe I haven't had someone on the podcast speaking about this yet, but we have Hannah, who is a naturopath, coach, human design expert and extraordinary woman here that is going to be having a really cool conversation with us today around the magic of human design about how she uses it in a different way and I also love you know why I wanted to bring you on as well is like how you bring it into like a health way as well because I don't see that a lot of people do that and we were speaking just before we started about how, how Hannah does it in a different way than most people do human design as well so I think that you guys are going to get a lot out of this conversation so thank you so much for being here Thank you for having me. I am super excited. This is my first podcast
1: speaking about human design. So, Really? It is. I've done health podcasts before, but yeah, this is my first one that's like, let's talk about HD and I'm here for
0: it. (laughs) Okay. Well, you've done them on health before because you're a naturopath, right? So I'd love to hear about your journey from, okay, a little bit about you obviously have studied a lot in naturopathy. And then what led you from naturopathy to human design and working that together?
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> the journey. Cuz it seems really strange when people are like, "But you're a naturopath, but you're a human design coach. Like how did that come to be?" And yeah. I am shocked that I com- <laughs> that I combine both of those modalities. Like if you had a told me five even like 2 years ago, like when I was an, came out of um as a naturopath, I was very biomedical, I was very Sci- like science-based, and that was my clinical style. And mm. I fell into naturopathy. It was my third career move and change was oh, wow. to be a naturopath. I was originally an occupational therapist, and then I went on to do biomedical engineering. And then I studied naturopathy. And my career has always been led by, like, something that I've needed to learn in my mm. personal journey, as so many of us in the helping, healing, personal development space that that's usually part of our journey right and my sort of health journey it has been huge i have was not gifted with natural like strong resilient health um mm-hmm. when i was 8 years old i nearly died from a brain infection oh so God. there was like a virus just going around school and everyone got a bit of a chest infection and i was that less than 1% chance that that infection actually went through the blood brain barrier and infected my brain. So was unconscious, had a really, really big road recovery yeah. um, from that. And that's sort of like the starting point. That's the first point where I can really tie back to like, everything ties back to that point in my, mm. in my health journey. Um, from that point, I I honestly had like a m- miraculous recovery. They don't know. They honestly don't know how I recovered from that. Um, I think it was like two weeks later, A young boy had the exact same thing that I had and didn't make it. So I feel very, very grateful to be here. And it's a big part of why I'm like, I want to be of service because I'm like, my life was given back to me for a reason. Mm. Um, But basically from that point on, there was a lot of stories that I would, I would have issues with my health and particularly with fatigue, fatigue fatigue-based issues, which most people this day and age, like post long COVID, like that real fatigue that's Mm. happening from a virus like COVID is essentially what they predicted for me. And I was told that. And so that is exactly what I got. Mm. (laughs) Um, And so in about grade 10 is when my health really started going just, yeah, really bad. I got, that's when I officially got diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome. I had another virus hit me, glandular fever at that time. I was an elite swimmer, which we've spoken about before. yeah. Yeah, I was an elite swimmer, elite athlete and like, and I was uh, academic, like I was very studious. I was type A <laughs> achieving mm-hmm. and performing in all parts of my life. And this was the first time where my relationship with my body like really started to decline because I was so fatigued to the point where I couldn't perform like everyone else. And it really stopped me from doing the things that I wanted to do in in mm-hmm. sport um, socially and at school. And then from there, a lot of anxiety came from that space. I got, um, I had social anxiety, panic attacks, um, all hidden. Like the people in my day-to-day life didn't know that this was going on behind the scenes. And then, yeah, basically I, it wasn't until I found natural alternatives because my mom And dad had taken me to every GP, every integrative doctor to try and find answers as to why I was just so fatigued, had so many mental health issues. And it wasn't until I kind of was of the age where I could do my own research, investigate, clean up my diet. And I went down all the natural healing path. And that's how I fell into naturopathy. I healed through naturopathy, like a lot of my hormonal stuff. I had PCOS, endo. I've had like the full full mix of of health issues.
0: And you healed PCOS through?
1: I did. Uh, yeah, I'm in complete remission of that. But the one thing that I could never, ever, ever heal through the mainstream medical world or even through naturopathy, and I genuinely tried everything, um, was my chronic fatigue. I did a brain health certification with Dr. Daniel Amen, who has become quite well known for. Treating like celebrities um Mm. with fatigue-based issues mental health issues ADHD issues and things like that I did his certification I did a big one of his protocols um here in Australia and I felt better but still like I would say two to three times a year I would just fall in a heap for maybe it was a couple of weeks maybe it was a couple of months with just terrible fatigue and for someone who is quite ambitious and is type Mm. a that's like your concept of self really gets almost destroyed Mm. because you can't show up and do the things that like I don't want to do right um because your body is limiting you and it wasn't until I found human design that Mm. I can hand on heart say I am in complete remission and have been for nearly two years of chronic fatigue syndrome wow and I'm yeah I never thought HD would be the thing that I said, yeah. this is the thing that healed me. And I did this all behind closed doors. I never spoke about it, um, but it's quite interesting because in my HD chart, there's a part in your chart, your conscious sun, and there's a specific gate or a specific energy. And all of the energies in human design, we have like the shadow frequency and we've got the mm. gift frequency and the shadow of my conscious sun, which makes up like over 70% of your energetic body and your aura, the shadow is exhaustion. And as soon as I read that, I was like, okay, there's something There's something in this. I need to follow this. And so, yeah, I spent like three hours a week just going down rabbit holes, learning more about my design, um, embodying it, changing things in my life. I left my full-time clinic job as a naturopath. I went online. I've completely shifted how I serve my clients, my business wow. model, my environment. Like I've shifted so many things. Based on my human design, and I've never ever had this much energy like in my life, and wow. yeah, it's just that and that's kind of my story because and i I like to share it because I'm like, I know how crazy that can seem, yeah, <laughs> because I wasn't yeah. someone who believed in this kind of thing. I was always a little bit woo-woo but not not to the point of like this is the thing that would heal me in if that yeah. makes sense,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. that is. Fa- and it's you fascinating that's it's usually like the thing that we don't expect is the thing that works sometimes you know and it's like comes out of left field and then it's exactly right like our our pain leads to our purpose so it makes so much sense why you're doing what you do now and even I, th- I think I saw one of your stories like you work really well in the dark is that right so you like which is so <laughs> funny because that's like opposite to what most people would think is and that's in your chart yes yeah so that's my environment
1: so my sorry my digestion my digestion, which is like the conditions that either the conditions that you need to be in or the conditions of the information or the food, which is the most tangible information our body has to digest and process. For me, it's all about light. And so my body is very sensitive to light and being indirect light basically means like low light is how I digest and process food, but also information best. And so I find I focus really well in like closed dark spaces um and then if I I, because I remember seeing like when you go you know you start your online business and everyone's like working from the beach and like taking their laptops (laughs) to like all these like cafes in like Mexico and Bali yeah And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I started doing it and I was like, I'm getting no work done. I'm so scattered. (laughs) Like, this isn't working for me. Like, I don't feel happy doing this. And when I started implementing that part of my chart, I was like, oh, yeah, I actually just do feel better at home. I'm in internal markets environment, which is very much suited to work from home vibes. Um, And... uh, yeah, I like started working in the dark from home and all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I can actually think now I'm really productive. And now I use like the sunshine and the beach as like, that's my time. Like that, that switches me off. So I use like the beach time to just switch off and regulate my nervous system. Um, but it's so funny how, and this is, I guess why I'm so passionate about it, both in the health space, but also like the business space, because it's like one person's dream could just Mm. not be aligned for you. And, Mm. you know, there's all these trends that look like the, you know, the ultimate life that you want to be manifesting, but that might Mm. not feel good for you. And it's like Mm. this is like it's, it's a tool that like helps you identify like how and where and what are the spaces that you will feel good and you will feel like your best self, if that makes sense.
0: And I think it's so cool of, and how you speak about it because I haven't even asked you what your human, what is your human design? <laughs> so I'm an emotional authority, six, two generator. Ge- okay. To generator. Um, because most people go the opposite way. They're like, what are you? You know, you're this, you're you're one of the five types, and probably one of the four generator, manifestor, generator, all the things. Um, And, uh, and it's, yeah. So the, I like the way that you speak about it because it's, Like you're, from what I'm taking, it's like a big way on how you live a lifestyle that aligns with you, right? And and I mean, we're living every single day. I mean, it's great to know ourselves, but that's like... It's a really cool way in how you integrate that. And I I never, I never even knew that you could use human design like that. (laughs) Like I was just like, oh, cool. Like I'm a manifest generator. Like I have a lot of energy a lot of the time. Like energy isn't always my problem. It's almost too much energy. Um, (laughs) I have to like calm myself down sometimes. Um, And uh, yeah, it's just really cool to see how you integrate into that, into your life. How do you bring your naturopathy background into what you do as well?
1: Mm. So, yeah, this is the interesting part because, like I said, I didn't speak about human design and how I used it for my health for a really long time. But I had I even my naturopathy business is really different. Like I wasn't doing traditional consulting. I work privately with people over you know programs and private mentorships. And in those private mentorships, behind the scenes, I would always work on the body first, and then I would do the mindset, the energetics, and Mm -hmm. the belief patterns that were like holding them and keeping them unwell essentially. Uh, But that's when I started to play around with bringing human design into those Mm -hmm. client sessions and. That's when I started to see that I was like, okay, this isn't just me. This, this is having ridiculous effects on people's health because mm. the way that I kind of explain it to people is like we've got our physical body, which is like our physical anatomy. You can take a ray you can do an MRI, and we can see your bones, your organs, like all of these different parts that make up the physical body. But our energetic body, it's sort of it's hard to know give a visual or a framework to that and your human design chart gives you that. Like I call it your energetic anatomy. It shows me this life force energy that Mm. innovates all of your cells to be healthy, to do the functions they need to do. It actually gives me like a scan of how your life force energy flows through you. And Mm. when you start to work with that life force energy in this more energetic capacity, the result that that then has on the physical body, because you're actually stimulating the flow of life force energy, it's mm. healing to the physical body. Um, one of the big correlations that I've seen is like, particularly with thyroid based issues in women. And when that's related to energy and even like things like autoimmune thyroid stuff, like Hashimoto's is when there's some sort of dis, there's like a mismatch between what their life force energy is meant to be flowing through them and how they're actually expressing themselves in mm. the world. Um, and usually there's a lot going on in the throat chakra center or the throat center in their human design chart. And just working on that center, I've seen like antibodies come down without doing anything physical or we've been, de- we've been doing the physical stuff. And it's just not having that full effect that I would expect. Mm. We do a bit of energetics work with their human design chart. And it's like in blood tests, we see things normal, like, no- like, come back into balance and I'm just like my mind gets boring like every time yeah and so that's kind of how I start to use it and then it's it's the same with any like hormonal condition like when we've got cycle-based issues like for example for a generator or a manifesting generator, and that sacral energy, which is like our big creative force energy, which is highly tied to that area of our ovaries, our uterus, our womb, if there's something that we're not honouring, that life force energy, the energies we have in that centre, then you can start to see issues with your cycle and with ovulation and period-based issues. And so working on the sacral centre and the energies you have activated there, you start to see like, oh, their cycle is improving, it's normalizing wow. got less period pain um and so i'm still a big believer in both like that doesn't mean i don't i just dismiss the physical i always do the physical and then it's kind of like when once we've done the physical stuff and there's this still this potentially this stuff left over or it keeps coming back like you do the physical healing and then it's kind of like the PCOS stuff or the chronic fatigue stuff. It's like you get, you feel like, yep, I'm out of this. And then three, six months later, it's it's back. And then they're back in the clinic room and they're like, oh, this is back again. And it just perpetuates that identity of someone with PCOS or that identity of someone with chronic fatigue syndrome. They're the people that I see the results with in terms mm. of human design because it was something energetic that was actually affecting their life force energy that's then continuing to have this physical manifestation.
0: Does that mm. does that make sense? A hundred percent, yeah. Mm. And I believe, like, that's um, my go-to as well. I was just I, I look at, you know, it. Whenever anything is coming up, I always look at like the energetic spiritual meaning of it. Not to dismiss like the yeah Western medical system because you know you're not gonna you're not gonna look at your human design chart if your leg is broken. You know what I mean? Like it's not gonna help yeah. you, right? Like, the, no. thank God to the Western medical system. But I just think that it's what. I is starting to happen. And what needs to happen more is just this integration of the both and, right. Um, and, and also the prevention uh, too. The, well, that's, that's a whole nother conversation, but you know, so, so many people aren't focused on prevention because they're focused on dealing with their issues. You know, like I know so many clients have like PCOS or like have had chronic fatigue or have endometriosis and they just don't find the, results that they desire in the, in the western medical system like because they i'm pretty sure even the western medical system says there's no cure isn't that correct like yeah correct they say it's uncurable but there mm-hmm. are so many people that have cured themselves cured themselves from it like and you you are one of them right
1: yeah yeah and same with chronic mm-hmm. fatigue syndrome there's no cure for that but like it's it's, it's crazy,
0: right? Like it, it just seems I was having a, a chat with a, another a client that was on the podcast a, about a month ago and, and she was dealing with chronic fatigue and she went to doctor after doctor after doctor. And they were just like, yeah, this is just going to something that you're going to have to live with. And like, how disheartening is that for people, right? Like, oh, you're just going to live with this for the rest of your life. And I'm like, you know, I think the perspective that we have is like, well, that's not ultimately true. Like there is, there is a solution for everything. Right. And, and then that's where, you know, like working with stuff like human design or people like yourself or even just the mindset of how you overcome that is so important because we open up the portals of possibility that actually change is possible and I can imagine there's probably people that come to you that are like disheartened or frustrated and you finally give solutions to right
1: yeah 100% and like when it comes to healing the belief that you can heal is like Mm. that is the most important thing um Mm. and so I think that's one of the biggest issues in a lot of mainstream is like if we're constantly telling people from with PCOS or endometriosis or chronic fatigue, like this is incurable, then it will be incurable. Mm-hmm. because of that belief system like the body will respond um, mm-hmm. and so I think in my space which is why I couldn't work in that traditional setting because I was like yeah. I need to actually change your belief systems about what you believe to be true about your body um, in order for us to actually heal and for this to work and that takes a bit of shifting and time it's you're not going to get that in one consult do you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, so yeah I'm really passionate about that side of it too for sure
0: what are some things that people can look at in their chart that will help them just, I know you even just spoke about the sun, like the shadow and the gift. Like what are some like, I and again, like anyone listening, I highly suggest you get a reading because human design, like you're going to look at the chart and you're going to be like, what the fuck am I looking at, right? Like it's so overwhelming, but there are like little pieces. Is there anything that you suggest people look at that can start to initially change their environment or their lifestyle?
1: Mm, this is such a great question. And this is something that I, like I was saying to you, before we started recording was I was like, I don't focus. Like I think people coming onto this podcast would expect me just to talk about like the five energy types and like what's a generator, what's a manifesting generator. And that's where I'm different in the sense that I don't see that as the big thing that's going to fix your life or your health or your business or like whatever it is. It's how all of these different parts of your chart actually come together and influence what's happening and what's alive for you right now in this moment. So I use it more as a tool, but I guess like the the first thing is 100% your energy type. Like whether you're a generator, a manifesting generator, a projector, a reflector, or a manifester, one of the biggest things to probably look at is that really changes those is that sacral center and whether you have Mm -hmm. that defined or not. Because basically if it's colored in, in your chart, the sacral center, which is the second circle or square from the bottom is the second one up if that is colored in it means it's defined for you and basically that means you have this constant life force creative energy flowing you have constant access to it how you're going to get fatigued is because you're not doing work that lights you up so these are our generators and our manifesting generators that is fatigue will show up for you or any any type of exhaustion is like our life force energy is depleted right and that's what then carries on to any type of health condition is something where the life force is depleted. And so whatever your health issue is, it's like, look at that sacral center. If it's defined is the work that you were doing is the food that you're eating. And so the relationships that you're in, does that excite you? Does that turn you on? Because if it does, you will continue. It's like it's a self-generating energy. So Mm -hmm. the more you use it, the more you get turned on and excited. Solar power. (laughs) Yeah, the more energy. It's a battery that's self-charging, right? The sacral. Mm -hmm. And so the only way that you'll get depleted and exhausted is if you're doing stuff that you just hate that does not light you up. And so if you're stuck in a nine-to-five job that is just not lighting you up, you are going to end up exhausted or burnt out in some way. Um, if you're in a relationship that is constantly depleting, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to end up exhausted. Whereas, if you look at the other, the other guys like our manifestors, our projectors, and our reflectors, who they have that center white or open or undefined, that means they don't have access consistently to that that self charging battery. And so mm-hmm. for them, they're actually absorbing all of the generators and the MGs, they're absorbing our sacral energy, amplifying it and projecting it back. So even for just like the global consciousness, it's actually really important that generators and MGs do the things that light them up because the rest Mm. of the guys are absorbing that and they're either going to absorb your feel-good excitement turn-on or they're going to be absorbing your drained, frustrated, I don't feel great. Um, And they're going to be amplifying that in themselves. But the key thing here is if you don't have that sacral you're probably not designed to work like eight, 12 hours a day, Monday to Friday. That will, Mm -hmm. that will literally burn you out. How this presents in these different energy types is a little bit different. So some people find a lot of projectors will find they, they work well for like three hours of the day. And then the rest is like rest, rejuvenation, Mm -hmm. creative play, um, fun, all of that sort of thing. For manifestors, it might be like big creative surges. So like weeks creating something and then weeks off. Like it can look really different for all of these energy types. But the key thing here is what's probably going to leave you burnt out and exhausted is working in mainstream society, how mainstream society is built. Because mainstream Mm -hmm. society is built for the 70 odd percent of us that are generators and manifesting generators and have the energy to show up and work nine to five monday to friday do
0: you know what i mean so pending that you like what you do right Yeah.
1: yes exactly exactly um and so (laughs) that would be probably the the biggest place to look is if you if that sacral is defined or not defined because that's a big piece as to how exhaustion is gonna happen for you
0: Mm. Mm. and i feel like that's it is so true though because i'm a manifesting generator and i find Like I have so much energy for what I do to the point where I like, I need to be like Danielle, like stop (laughs) Um, because I genuinely enjoy it. But it's funny because I haven't always, I don't know if I knew that I had that this much access to this much energy before I did all of this stuff. And even in my business, I've like refined to a place where it's like, I legitimately love everything that I do. Like everything I show up for it's like, fuck yes. Right. (laughs) And so I'm so charged up, but I, don't remember, I've always been a more high energy person, but I don't think I've ever, you know, like I turned 30 this year. Like I don't, my, my energy's not going down. Like I don't, first of all, I don't play into that, that paradigm, that mindset. <laughs> but then second of all, it's like, I think it's really because I love what I do. And, and, but it wasn't always like that. Like I used to work at, um, you know, at a mining company and I used to do other stuff. And, you know, even as an athlete, like I used to, there's a lot of it that I love, but there was a lot of it you know, there's a lot of stuff that you don't love exactly too. And, and again, that's exhausting in and of itself, but it just feels so true that the more I do what I love, the more energy that I actually have, like it's a self-powering little machine.
1: Yeah. 100%. And the way that I like to explain this is like, what if we saw exhaustion as a message from our soul through our body saying, I'm not going to give you that life force energy because this isn't what I want you to use it on. Like, I actually want you to use it on something else. And by show like making us exhausted, it's actually telling us like, no, something needs to change. Like you're not living to your highest potential with what you're currently, the relationship, the job, the work, like whatever it is, you're not in your highest potential and it's actually your greatest gift is your exhaustion. And so Mm. for me, when I get exhausted now, I don't go oh my gosh like i'm in remission or no i'm like okay where am i out of alignment right now and it's always it's always something and as soon as i shift that the next day i'm good i'm back and my, it's like my life force is like yeah good girl okay mm. you're listening let's go
0: and yeah. it's for our
1: greatest it's for our greatest impact and our greatest purpose and for the greatest impact of the world as well that we're using our our gifts and our strengths and our passions and we're working with our body and our life force energy in the way that our soul chose to in this lifetime, which might look different to mainstream society.
0: Totally. And it's funny you say that because I think a lot of us think that if we're exhausted, we're like, oh, I just need to go on vacation. I just don't need to take a week off. I just need to like be on sick leave. I just need to like, you know, just like tap out of life for a week. Um, but it's it's fascinating what you say because it is true it's like okay well what's out of alignment and then you'll like listen to your body a hundred percent but then you probably don't need as much recharge time as you think it's just an alignment shift
1: yeah 100 and like that word alignment gets thrown out there yeah. so much and I think people dismiss it but I think people yeah. dismiss it because they don't have a framework or a tool to actually understand what that means or Mm. actually apply that. Like, what does alignment actually mean? Do you know Mm. what I mean? And like, how do I shift into alignment? Like, how do I know what that is? Um, And Mm. I think that's the cool thing about HD because it really shows you, like literally Mm. shows you on your chart, like what alignment looks and feels like for you. And it gives you that tool to be able to connect with that life force energy, your soul, your body, whatever language feels good to you. And to get that inner, like that inner guidance, that inner compass, that's going to put you on the right sort of path. That's going to be your fastest timeline towards the things that you desire.
0: Mm. How do you look at the definitions in the work that you do? So for those that, you know, there's like single, double, triple, quadruple. I've had a client that was a triple split. And I had, we know someone else that's a quadruple split, which is very rare. But like, how yeah. do you use that in, in your work? I use it a
1: lot. And I find only HD readers really go into definition if they're a triple um, or, or a quad. I haven't come across a quad yet because they are very rare. Yeah. Um, but I tend to attract a lot of triples because I'm a triple and a triple. I, I speak about my triple split a lot because man, <laughs> it has been a learning curve with my <laughs> my triple split. Because basically your definition is talking about all of these gates and channels that you have activated in your chart. And it's saying, it's talking about like if you've got splits in your circuitry, so you might have like, for me, I've got, you know, two centers that connect and speak to each other. I've got other two centers that are defined, connect, speak to each other. And then I've got three centers up here that are defined and speak to each other, but none of those speak to each other, which means I've got a lot of energy there. It's buzzing but it's not moving in one direction because it can't speak to each other. Yeah. And so it's kind of like um, the electricity is there, but we just need to bridge some circuits to get that clarity, to then get that momentum, to then take the action. And Mm. so for me, how that shows up with me and the clients that I work with is usually in like the productivity, um, procrastination kind of space and trying to build momentum because Mm. for me how... I get access to say my ideas and my concepts and the things I want to communicate, I need to get that down to one of my motor centers, which isn't connected. And so for me, I go out and I put myself around humans in the morning for before I start work. And so I'm around lots of different people. So I know that I'm borrowing their circuitry while I'm there. And I like to think of it as their circuitry is like reach, it's like charging that center or those, mm. those channels that I don't have so that it's all mm. connected. So I'll usually go to the gym or go for a walk where there's lots of people in the morning and I have like my best downloads. It's not when I'm working, but I will have, everything will make sense. I'll just reach these points of absolute clarity of like, oh, okay, that's what that is. This is what I need to do next. And that's how I actually plan my day is like in my morning when I'm walking and I it'll, it all starts to connect. Like it literally mm. starts to connect energetically. And then I come into that environment that I know that I can focus and digest and process and be well in, which is at home in the dark. And then, I've, but I've, I've got those actions. Like I know what I need to do. And it's mm. like that, that like electricity it's flowing somewhere. It's not just like this, like frenetic energy that I'm feeling in my body, if that makes sense.
0: How does it work for someone? Because like, it's quite more common for people to be single and double. So how does it yeah. work for people like that?
1: Yeah. So people who are single, it's kind of like you're independent in your in order to find clarity. And
0: that's my fiance. He's he's single. It's very. Yeah. He's a manifestor, single definition one, three.
1: oh i like that that's a lot yeah that's
0: it yeah he to some people uh, i'm probably speaking gibberish but whenever i tell like (laughs) human design people like oh fascinating i'm like yes he is (laughs) yeah lots of change lots of (laughs) yeah
1: pivoting yeah um Mm -hmm. yeah so single yeah single deaths it's that they just need like their their own energy completes their own energy it's like they've Mm. got this one voice it's speaking it you can hear it you know what it is and you can action from that place For single definitions, um, sorry, split definitions, that's where there's just like one break. And so usually it's like one or two hanging gates. It's like these gates that if you just had that, you would be be a single definition. And Mm. so I find more so with the single splits, the people who just need like one gate or to connect, they are the types of people where that is actually a place of deep conditioning for them. So whatever gate they're missing that would complete their their circuitry, normally they're constantly insert like they're searching for that gate um, mm. and it can be a place where they don't feel whole, where it, it really holds them back and it can be a big conditioning piece is to work on that. Kind of like wherever mm. you're open in human design, like your open centres, that's where you're very open to conditioning. But I find for people that are split definitions, it's where they're circuitry is broken that can be where they're most prone because that's where they they feel almost energetically broken there's mm-hmm. like this one piece in their chart that's not connected whereas the triple splits it's a little bit more complex and there's multiple layers to that so it's not as um it's yeah the conditioning isn't as specific but the the mm-hmm. sync sing- the when there's a single split i find they're always reaching for that gate that they're missing that energy that they're missing that if they just had that they'd feel whole Mm. um that's something that and that that'll that'll be really different depending on what gate you need to complete your circuitry but Mm. the cool thing with any of the circuitry where you do have splits it's yes you need to be in other people's energy when you're when you have that split to to get that free flow of energy um but the electromagnetic field like you naturally attract people. Like, I don't know, say you you have gate like 46 and that's your hanging gate. You don't have that. But if you had that gate, it would everything would connect and it would flow. You will naturally mm. attract like the clients, the friendships, like your partner. It. It's like, like the
0: puzzle piece. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah. You'll naturally attract people in your life that have that gate and complete that for you. So you do always have this like flowing energy. Mm. And so even for me, my two closest girlfriends that are the ones that I go to naturally to speak about things with. And whenever I speak to them, I'm like, Oh, like I have these random aha moments that I didn't even know I needed. Yeah. They they complete all of my circuitry, both of them. And It's cool when you start to see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's cool when you like, there's so many levels of human design as well as like how you can see you work with other people because it kind of like become like a zipper almost like how you, it's not that anyone is like, drastically incompatible it's just more how you interact with other people because i know you can get like relationship couples readings and stuff and it just basically you see more so where your tension is and where your challenges are where your ease is in relationships right so you've probably done your partner as well right yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly you know everything you're like oh yeah this is why you're doing this because you're this right yeah well he doesn't he's not
1: into he's not into this world at all yeah. but he loves me and that i'm in yeah. this world yeah um, yeah so every now and then i'll tell him something about it but he, he doesn't really care so i yeah. i just use it for my benefit because yeah it's really funny he's completely open in his head and arjuna center and yeah. i am completely defined and if I want something for dinner, I just have to think about that all day. And then he'll come through the door and he'll be like, he'll be like, what do you think about Mexican for dinner? And I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I want
0: <laughs> But then it was because, like, it was your idea. Though. Yeah. Cause he's absorbing my, my thoughts and ideas and beliefs. Oh my God. Though, that's so cool. funny. Yeah. You got like, yeah. Telepathic connection. You're just like, Burritos, yeah. burritos burritos that's so funny <laughs> what um, about i'm just picking your brain um i know that there's there's so many so there's like for those if you're completely newbie to human design there's like six different lines they all mean different things how do you i know that this is a big question how do you how does this work in with how you do human design
1: yeah So I use the, I use the lines more so with my human design in business application. So Mm. the two parts that I, I apply HD to, because I find human design way more useful if you're applying it to a specific problem or a specific like part of your life. So like relationships or, you know, things like that. I'm not an expert in the relationship um, piece with HD, but with health and with business, they're probably my two places that I like, like to apply it to and I find the profile lines really really useful for how you show up in business and particularly Mm. with like your personality and your brand and this yeah your style almost in business um so so what are you what I'm at so I'm a six two
0: six two okay
1: yeah which my so basically if you're a six profile you have like these three distinct life phases so up until the age of thirty, you're actually acting like a three, mm. and a three is the trial and error, the experimenter. Like they gain their wisdom and their truth from experimenting, and so that's why I said with um your partner, like how yeah. he's a one three. Like my partner's one three as well. Oh, is he? Yeah, the, the, <laughs> yeah. The one is like the knowledge seeker for truth, and then the three is like experimenting for truth. So like the one threes are like they'll try and they'll read and they'll do everything to like get to the so truth. True, and mm-hmm. so. Whenever like we need to buy something, my partner just does all of the research and he'll find all the reviews. And I'll just say like, I want this. And then he'll go and research and find the exact one that we need to get. And I'm like, perfect. (laughs) I don't want to do that. (laughs)
0: Um, Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah, That's what I think is so cool about human design. So you just, it's like stuff that you know, when we can put labels to what we kind of already conceptually understand, it's just a deeper level of knowing. And that's what's cool about human design yes. and gene keys and astrology and all the things.
1: Yeah. And I think there is a, labels are like positive and negative, right? I feel like HD, a lot of people, and this is why I don't overly speak about the types or even overly speak about just mm. the lines because people can use that as like an excuse and another box to put themselves in as to why they can't do something. And I'm like, Mm. it should never, ever, ever limit you. Like, Mm. however, the part that I do like giving a name to is like the pieces that feel broken in us and that feel wrong or feel different. Mm. It's like, oh no, that's actually a gift. And because in human design, there's a duality in everything. It's kind of like, I've worked with a lot of ADHD clients Um, and something that is not so great in mainstream society, we're trying to treat it in from a HD lens. It's like you can really see the gift of it, it. like Mm. the creativity and how is this actually something wrong that we need to? And there are some cases where we need to intervene and do something, but is it just a case of like you're not designed to work like how you were taught in school or how Mm. your job is set up? Like is it actually... For you to access your gifts, you are better off doing it in this way,
0: if that mm. makes sense.
1: So, I think the labels help if they empower you. I think there can be a line where the labels are kind yeah. of like, like a projector thinking, "Oh well, I just can't do any work, so I'm never going to be yeah. able to build a business." Like that, you know, <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah. not that's not an accurate description, or that's mm. not an
0: empowering thing to take away from it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. and then you have the two line as well right so that's the hermit yeah. line yes. yes hermit yes <laughs> what, what's your profile line two, four.
1: Two, four. Oh, this is awesome yeah i love this i love this you're yeah you're definitely a two four um fours yeah. are like network community building and then twos are the naturals i find like a lot of athletes can be twos oh really uh, yeah
0: um mm. I've always resonated with it. There's uh, definitely a hermit side of me. Everyone thinks that I'm extroverted, but I'm actually can be uh, so introverted. And so like I need that recharge time um, (laughs) by myself because it, with most people, I do get very tired being a lot, around a lot of people. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, the benefit of working online right, is like I can be, and then I can go by be by myself. But yeah. um, the, I can switch between those moments where I'm like, I don't wanna see anyone. And then I'm like, everybody. And that feels like 2 4 to me. Yeah, yeah the 2
1: 4 is like the walking contradiction of like, they're mm. the extrovert, introvert. Um, yes. But the 2 line, where people probably take the word hermit and just think introvert, it's actually not about that. It's about a hermit. Traditionally is someone who goes away and has to be by themselves to gain their wisdom. It's actually a hermit is a very wise person. And you know, but order in order to gain that wisdom to then come out and share with the world, they have to be alone to do the internal processing. Um, and so the two, which is also like the natural, people see them as like, oh, things just come naturally to them. But it's actually because We've, we've gone like so far inwards for like this and gone down a rabbit hole with ourselves to process something, can learn something, can master something. And then we come out and we look like we're masters at it. But people don't actually see that hermit stage that we've just been through of really mm. mastering our craft or mastering a skill or a um a knowledge set. Even like say how I learned human design, I was just going down rabbit holes. like And I just yeah. like, instead of Friday nights going out with anyone, I would just <laughs> get into my bedroom <laughs> and read and like go down and do all this math like and that's before i wanted to use it clinically i was just doing that for fun yeah um, and then i'd be talking about it and people like oh it just comes so naturally to you and i'm like no you don't actually see like yeah. the hermit in me that's like retreated from the world to learn this and now i'm coming out and yeah it seems like it's natural but there's actually yeah. been a deep mastery there if that makes sense yeah,
0: yeah. how about yeah. the f- I know we spoke about one three two four six and how about five i know we haven't yeah. talked about five five is fives are awesome they're they're like they're it's got a strong leadership
1: energy um Mm. and they're very very influential fives so depending like what line they are like what the second line is with them um can kind of influence that but you'll see like so many big leaders even in like the coaching world five lines Mm. um like for example melanie Annlayer. i think she's a three five Um, it's this big, yeah, it's like societal level, influential leadership, um, Mm. vibes and yeah, fives. It's like, if there's any way that you can step into your leadership in something, if whether it's your family unit, whether it's your community, whether it's at your workplace, um, Mm. I think that's one of the biggest things for a five line is learning, how to be a leader or and i think first you have to step into your own self-leadership right mm.
0: what is it is it role model is that what five is is it the technical name role model no it's or the heretic sense. heretic right and I, that's yeah. the kind of vague because people are like what yeah. does that mean? <laughs>
1: and this is why i'm like i don't like like a lot of the language in hd it's really old it it's yeah. not the word what it means today is not what the word meant back then yeah yeah um, so i think I personally think like leader and leadership is
0: what,
1: and I mean, I'm working again, I use human design more so in business. So that's usually what I'm working with when I'm working with the five is on their leadership, um, which usually comes through other parts of their chart, but that, yeah, that's, that's my perspective on five lines.
0: Mm. That's, I, I, it's, I think like the greatest, one of the greatest things in life is like knowing thyself. And that's why I love all these modalities And you know, it's really cool too, because whether you follow astrology or human design or gene keys, I just recently had a lady come on and talk about gene keys, which was so cool as well, which is like an extension of human design, kind of, um, they actually all work. It's, they don't contradict each other. They all no. have to work like in tandem with each other yeah, in a bizarre so- way. I do both. I
1: do gene keys and HD together. Do you do gene yeah. keys too?
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't know you do gene keys. But from you it... a secret.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I do it from like a HD perspective. Okay. Um, and again, because I'm not traditional in the way that I do any of them. Um, yeah. Yeah, I try not to add too many. But in my HD readings, I usually take people through the pearl sequence in gene keys, which is mm. yeah, linked into planet positions in your HD chart. So it's kind of like um, any energy, like. I think I personally believe the best way to embody human design is to like to research it yourself. So to get a reading, but then to sit with like one gate or one specific energy and research the human design, research the I Ching research the gene key on it and see what lands and feels true to you. And Mm -hmm. there's certain energies um, say that my conscious son, where the shadow that's the is, is, is exhaustion. That's the gene keys shadow. But it's the gate of aloneness, which is all about um, more of that, yeah, introversion energy. But it's kind of like depending on what I read, I get a new lesson from it, and mm. it's per- and it's usually perfect for what I'm going through at that time. Um, mm. So I think there's multiple layers, and but they all they're all the same, but there's multiple perspectives. So I think the best thing to do is like once you get a reading to really understand all of like the different parts of your chart and like what it means it's then to actually go into one specific part yourself and do Mm. the reading up from all the different angles to see what feels most true for
0: you Mm. yeah Mm. and and again like interpret it for you and that's why i think in this whole world having discernment is so important because it's like as much as there's all of this advice, you are every single human has their own fingerprint, right? Like their soul print, like we are all different and we have to figure out what it means for us, whether it be diet or exercise or health or wealth or coaching or business or lifestyle or energy, like it's all it's this pursuit of knowing thyself, which is, we have so many incredible tools to do that. But again, like, I always encourage people, like, have discernment and figure out what feels good for you. Um, Don't just, like, blindly take things on. Just kind of like you said, of, like, not letting yourself be limited by the labels. Because I do kind of see the shadow of that. They're like, oh, I can't do that because I'm a manifestor or a projector or whatever. And it's like, well, no, that's not true, right? Again, just, like, health, it's, like, believe you know that healing is possible or if, if whatever it is that you're desiring is possible right
1: yeah 100 percent. and it's kind of like if it is a true heart desire to do something like you you were gifted with exactly what you need to otherwise mm. why like why would why would you have been given that desire mm. do you know what i mean so it's like everything is within you that you need mm. it's not a limitation Mm. like yeah Mm -hmm. why would our bodies why would our life force be an inconvenience to us like it just wouldn't make sense um so I think sometimes it's just showing us different ways that we need to get to that desire that might look differently to someone else
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. and then having like people such as yourself to help us interpret and help us figure that out are so important this has been such a fun conversation I love your perspective on it and how it's so different than how I see most people speaking about it. And is there anything before we wrap up that you want to share before we go?
1: Not really. Just if you loved talking about this, if you love learning more about this and not from a traditional HD perspective, but you want to know more about HD with health, HD in business, like come have a chat. Uh, I can seriously talk about this stuff underwater. I love it. Come yeah. have a chat over on Instagram is the best way to find me, which is just at and N co co um and yeah just drop me a line and i'd love to i'd love to chat hd with you
0: amazing i'll put her links below so you guys can check it out um get into her world clearly she's very magical what she does and you have so much wealth of knowledge which i i love and i love that you have the naturopath background and like your even just your story and your life experience is amazing This has been Juicy. Thank you so much. I hope everyone enjoys and have a beautiful day guys. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.